Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. Are you always looking for something good to read? Well, let Pod Squad members Tracy Carr and Shelley Ziegler give you some ideas. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Tracy, and I'm here with Shelley today, and we're going to talk about our go to book recommendations. As librarians, people are always asking me, hey, what should I read? What's a great book? And usually in that moment, my mind goes blank. I cannot remember any book I've ever read in my life, but I do have a couple on hand, and you do as well? I do, and that happens to me too. I I get a lot of people asking me, and what I do is I usually go to my Goodreads list, and then I will, it'll jog my memory about books that I liked and read or, or did not like. That is actually what I did to prepare for today. That is what I did to because prepare my for mind, today. I thought this was a great topic and then my mind went blank. Same. It just was like completely wiped of anything. Yes. So uh, so I'll talk, with, I'll talk about the first book that I um, often recommend. Um, I believe it's a newer book. It's a Malcolm Gladwell book called Talking to Strangers mm. with the subtitle of what we should know about the people we don't know. Mm. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Malcolm Gladwell many what? years ago, yes, at a psychology conference. Uh, got to shake his hand. Uh, that was about it. That was my meeting him. Well, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> and what I love about this book is it is about how we misread people a lot of times by their body language, hmm. which is very easy to do. I did listen to the audio version. Shocker. Does he, does he read it? He reads I it. I love it when they read their own books. And it's even better because the people that he actually interviews and talks about, mm-hmm. they are also on there. What? So it sounds like a podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Okay. You're really, you're selling this audio okay. version. Um. A couple of the things I really loved about this book, there's so much, is um, he talked about the um, Amanda Knox case. Mm -hmm. It was the young girl who was... um, she was um, accused of murdering her roommate. Accused of murdering Italy. her roommate in Italy, and she was sentenced to I don't know how many years, and she went to prison. But what I like about it is he talked about when she was being interviewed, her behavior was um, was not of a quote unquote innocent person. Mm. And that worked against her. Now, she was eventually got out of prison, and I believe they tried to put her back in prison yeah. at one point. It's very strange. That. Yeah. But she, uh, she is out now and living in America. But what, just what I love about that particular story, it was all about how she acted at the police department when they were interrogating her and how her behavior did not match what they perceived as how an innocent person would act. Mm-hmm. So, Do you ever have that thing when someone like thinks you're lying and then you, you get real nervous and you act like a liar? Yes. and you, <laughs> I, bet, I wonder if that's what you what start was, doing those things. Like, what do they say? You like look, your shifty eyes yeah, and look you to like the left. Look up to the left yeah. or you cover your mouth. Yeah, because you just think that they think you're lying. And right. you're not. Um, another interesting story in this book is um, Malcolm Gladwell talks about the death of Sylvia Plath, the, mm. the poet, mm-hmm. and um, 
if, if you don't know, Sylvia Plath killed herself by sticking her head in the oven and dying from um, the, the gas. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks a little bit about the history of the gas industry at that time in England. Mm-hmm. She killed herself in England, and it was called, it was called town gas, and it was lethal essentially, obviously. But not too long after she killed herself, they changed the gas to um, natural gas, and it wasn't as poisonous. So a lot of people at that time apparently killed themselves by sticking their heads in the ovens. But when they got natural gas, they thought suicide rates would go down, but they did not because if someone really wants to commit suicide, they're going to find a way. How interesting. Yes. The whole book has so many interesting stories. Um, there's one about Hitler in there. I won't go into it, but that one's really good. Um, I just love it. It's just basically how we misread people that we don't know um, and how we um, overvalue face-to-face contact as a tool of judgment. That's really fascinating. This is, um, we've talked about on a previous episode how we both love checking out books and then returning them yes, without not, reading them without reading them um yes. and this is one that i have checked out but i'm gonna revisit it now try to think about listening to I'm it i'm gonna try i do i do better when it's the author reading it is than mm-hmm. someone doing silly voices that, yes. that's what that's what i can't take is when someone does like a kid voice and mm-hmm. I, mm, no. and it's not a very long book so if you if you have trouble listening to the audio, just stick with it. It won't be a long book, but okay. it, it will it will capture your attention. That sounds great. So. What else you got? Okay. So another book that I love is called Make Your Bed. And I, I love subtitles. Little Things That Can Change Your Life and Maybe Change the World. Hmm by William McRaven. Have you heard of this book? I, I don't okay. know this book, but I do make my bed every day. I just wanted to, in case my mom is listening, um, I'm, I do make my bed. I do not make my bed every day. I did this morning, and it did make a difference. Basically, what it is, is um, if you do, if you make your bed in the morning, you will have accomplished the first task of the day, and it will establish a sense of pride and will encourage you to do task after task that day. Interesting. Um, The way I found out about this book, and it is also a very short book, is that um, William McRaven is an admiral in the Navy, and he gave a talk, um, the keynote speaker at graduation at University of Texas in Austin in 2014. And he started sharing principles that he learned during his Navy SEAL training. And he sa- he states that these principles helped him with the challenges of not only uh, training, but throughout his entire life. Well, his, um, his speech actually went viral, and you can Google it and mm-hmm. find it. It's about 20 minutes. So, he wrote, so then he wrote this book where he expounded on the speech. Um, I find that... It is true. When you make your bed, it really does make a difference. Um, Making your bed is the first thing he talks about that will help you with your life. Um, But he he said this one thing that I really like. 
but he, he says, if you can't do the, the, the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. Hmm. There's a bunch of no no bed makers out there. There are. Getting, getting pretty so wrinkled right now. Maybe if they try making their bed and just seeing how that might change yeah, just, your just day. Just one day. Just a, a test run. Yeah. If you will. Yeah. What do you have? Well, um, since you talked about two nonfiction books, I, I also will will hit you with my go-to. Um, both, all of my recommendations today are something about Mississippi. Um, because I, you know, work here at the Library Commission, and I'm the Center for the Book Coordinator for the state, um, people are always asking me about what Mississippi books they should read. And while these are not two Mississippi authors, these are, um, well, one is, um, the Warmth of Other Suns by Isabel Wilkerson is the story of the Great Migration, and you can't read it without coming away with a fuller, deeper understanding of not just race and um, everything that goes with it, but the story of Mississippi. Mm. So that is a, a great, like, someone lands here from another planet and is like, explain, explain this place to Ex- me. <laughs> I would hand them Explain this book. Explain this strange world. Yes, I yeah. would hand them the warmth of I've other signs. I've never heard of it before. Well, you know, we have it, and you oh, should check it out. I you, should. You can check it out and bring it check back it out a few times. see if I like and then, it. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. But one that goes with that, to me, is Rising Tide by John Barry, which uh, is the story of the Mississippi River, which sounds, okay, real boring. It does. It sounds horrible. It does. But it is also the story of race and poverty and it, it doesn't sound like it would be. It's about a river, um, but it but it is. So th- those two are my, I am an alien. I seek to understand this land. Um, that That's what I would give the aliens. They could probably, like, scan it in three minutes and then, you know. Um, one other Mississippi nonfiction book is um, Coming of Age in Mississippi by Ann Moody. She is, um, she was from Centerville, um, which is in Wilkinson County. Not that, I, I don't know, I just wanted to tell you that. Well, um, it's good to know. Yeah, sure. It's good information. Um, and she grew up, she was the same age as Emmett Till, so she grew up um, uh, in, in that world. Mm-hmm. And um, her perceptions of uh, race and class and uh, in, in this really small town uh, are fascinating. And uh, partially the reason I'm super into it, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful book that everyone should read, but my family is from there. So when I, oh, yeah. when I read so the book, that connection. Um, what I, what I kind of, I, I've never lived there, but my, you know, my parents are from there. And I realized that if she was saying something nice about people, she used their real name. And if she was saying something ugly about him, she gave him a fake name, which I thought was a great. Uh, so smart. It was smart. That's so smart. But look, I've never lived there. I knew I knew a lot of people she was talking about. Like when she's like, oh, the people who own the furniture store. Well, look, there's only one furniture store. So you, you know, um, but it, um, so it goes through her childhood. She worked as a, um, you know, domestic help um, mm-hmm. in several white people's houses um and then she was super active in the civil rights movement she's actually the famous photo of the um of the people sitting at the lunch counter and with the salt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's ann moody wow that photo is is ann moody so um 
anyway, it's a very powerful, powerful read. It's also, it's just a really good story. Like, mm. uh, and, you know, it's well written and it's great. So what kind of fiction recommendations do you have? I do have a fiction book, and I've talked about it before, but that just shows you how much I do like it and how much I do recommend it. Um, It's one that hasn't, a lot of people, it it kind of flew under the radar. Um, It's called Sourdough by Robin Sloan. Um, Or... Luis and her adventures in the underground market. You, you know, you really do love a subtitle. <laughs> I do. Even, even in your fiction books. I do. Um, so she is a software engineer at a San Francisco robotics company. And she codes all day and it gets boring and whatnot. Um, I'm sure she makes a lot of money, but it gets boring. So there's this sandwich shop in her building where she lives. And they, um, they always have a long line of people buying their sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they close down, and she is devastated because she's addicted to their sourdough bread. Well, when they leave, they leave her their sourdough starter uh, with instructions on how to keep it alive. Um, so she starts making bread. She starts at first giving it away to people at work. And then she decides she wants to sell it at a local farmer's market. So those are the books that I consistently recommend to people. Okay. I read The River by Peter Heller. Yeah. Um, about these two guys who are on a rafting trip or fishing, whatever, something yeah. on a boat. Listen, I sat down and read this thing start to finish in just you know, I, a couple of days because it was so like action packed. Is it tense? It Are is, you tense it is the whole tense. time? Mm-hmm. I needed to know what happened, but it, it, it's a, it's a book that I've been recommending to people who um, don't necessarily want to read a beautiful, sad, weird book. If you need other recommendations, the library commission has this awesome service called book match where um, you fill out a few um, questions online and we send you book recommendations to find book match you can go to the library commission's website um, but you can also go it, we have a bit.ly which is a shortened link service mm-hmm. bit.ly slash mlc book match so you can go there and uh, test out the uh, h- how we do with the well, book recommendation well I recommend it because it really helped me find some books that I would not have picked up before yeah so well thanks for talking about yeah, book recommendations I love, today. I love to talk. Love to talk about books. <laughs> okay. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. And we encourage you to visit your public library often.